The Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Warning, this program consists mainly of fictional, ironic and satirical material. How to have sex during the coronavirus crisis. How's it? This is Dr. Robert Santoviral here with your daily health tip for a better life. Regrettably, for the last time. I have been taken off air due to obscenity. But, last episode we did leave you mid-flow as orgasm was on the verge of commencing. So let's pick it up from there. One for the road. Plateau. That I just could not stop fecking them. Plateau, fecking to the end until I die. Come on down, plateau, come on down, plateau. Masters and Johnson afterflow, but is there any afterglow? Returning to that shortage of loo paper in the supermarkets, you may have a problem cleaning up afterwards. Nil desperandum Rupertus Dulce. Murdoch shit rags, for example, the Daily Terrograph and the Herald Scum make for fine sanitary wipes before plunging your bum in a bidet. And it may be particularly gratifying if a full front pager of Scummo Morrison made contact with your poo. Flush. Oh, shit, I touched my face. This is Dr. Robert Santoviral signing off and shutting down. Tatty Bum. Sex and the Coronavirus Crisis has been written and authorised by SCUM Morrison, DANN Andrews, FUCK Trump, FUCK Xi Jinping and SANTO, FUCKED. Karl Marx speaking.
Well, goodness gracious me, who was that man? Thank heavens he's been taken off the air. There will be no more sex during the coronavirus crisis. Welcome to Spoken Word on Community Radio 3CR. This is the voice of Santo Cazzati, and today I am broadcasting alone from Studio 2H here due to the coronavirus restrictions that forbid public gatherings of more than 1.5 people. Now, I was tempted to bring in my other half, Robert Zocchi, who shared the program with me last time I was on, broadcasting from my lounge room in Northcote, in the specially constructed gold-encased studio provided for me by Prime Minister Scummo Morrison in one of his latest generous expenditures on arts funding. Despite the fact that I could have had half of Robert with me here in the studio today and still not exceed Victorian Premier Dan the Man's 1.5 person limit, I thought in the end that perhaps even 0.5 of a person may not really be airtight safe. To adapt the old beer ad, you can get it any old how. As a matter of fact, I've got it right now. What do you say? Oh well, as PM Aloha Scotty from Marketing and his rear-licking little sidekick pooch of the redoubtable elbow tirelessly reiterate, we're all in this together. Hmm, well, no, sorry boss, we are most definitely not all in this together. You lot, the 1% of mega-rich ruling class, have already made your plans to emigrate to elevated luxury-gated communities in Alaska and Tasmania to get away from the virus, the bushfires, the rising sea levels, the hurricanes and general environmental degradation, which will kill the rest of us 99%. So, with respect, please don't insult our intelligence by saying we're all in it together. The political view just expressed is necessarily the view of me, Santo Cazzati. Got that off my chest. Now for the rest of today's program, just in case you forgot, the program you are listening to is Spoken Word here on Community Radio 3CR, which has been serving the grassroots community of the 99% for 44 years. Sorry, one more digression. You all may have noticed the ridiculous music you heard just then had more than a touch of absurdity about it. I chose it because that's how I feel about the coronavirus situation. It was a song called Cherry Pink and Apple Blossom White and was performed there by the legendary Perez Prado in 1959. A bit of temporal distancing there, if not social distancing. So... Moving on to some actual poetry, because we do sometimes have some on this program. During lockdown, I received in the snail mail a lovely new poetry book by my dear friend Mary Hidriotis. I really had to practice a lot to get that Greek name right. Mary had just launched this book just before the lockdown started, and was thus deprived of the opportunity to go around venues to promote it and sell it. It was published by Ginandera Press in its Beccaro Poets series. The title of the book is Loud and Red. And I'd like to read a few poems from it in the program today, beginning with Examined Heads. Reeking of formaldehyde, jars full to the brim with murky liquid. The room sterile and bright, preserved cadavers lining up, waiting. Your ambition for purity brutal in the meeting room. Medical lithographs and literature, exclusive to the Eugenics Society, Melbourne. 
I ask you, Richard Berry, anatomist, neurologist, anthropologist, Building 160 at esteemed university, was your head measured? Did you feel that tape stretched around the circumference of your skull? Your future in someone else's hands and dark heart an outcome predetermined? The conclusion, imbecile and feeble-minded, evidence for sterilization, segregation and the lethal chamber, in a bleak clinical room, 400 stolen Aboriginal corpses await the experiment. As you speak in a tongue foreign to most, believing you have the ear of God. I hear voices, but cannot say whether the ghosts are women or men, black or white, impoverished or diseased, they sound the same. I cannot believe that slum dwellers, prostitutes, alcoholics, and homosexuals had skulls smaller than your own. These are strange and disconcerting times, and 3CR, as always, is focused on grassroots community inclusion, participation and cohesion in order to build a better world. We want to hear from you, whether you're a regular listener, programmer, or you've just found us on the AM dial. Send us a voice memo. Share a radical vision for the future, an inspiring thought for the day, information on a current campaign, or your personal insight of the day. Send your short, less than one minute voice memo to reception at 3cr.org.au. That is reception at 3cr.org.au. And we'll put it on the radio. Stay tuned, stay safe, be kind.
Sex Confessions of a Teacher in a Catholic School Warning, Sexually Explicit Content In the Catholic Church sometime past, Brother Adam (coughs) Sister Catherine Old Brother Jim (coughs) Brother Adam had done since Brother Adam was 14 years old. Old Brother Jim also (coughs) Sister Rosalind I Sister Rosalind and Brother Adam. Not at the same time. Brother Adam wore sexy, colourful, patterned underpants. His sexy, colourful, patterned underpants turned me on. Brother Andrew... (coughs) Brother Graham. Brother Andrew was pissed off that Brother Graham beat him to the position of Chief Altar Boy and Chief Suck of Old Brother Jim. Old Brother Jim somehow managed to... (coughs) Everyone... How the... He did that with his face that looked like the arse of a bull terrier was beyond belief. Brother Dimitri played a sick practical joke at school assembly and pretended to be a vampire stepping out of a coffin before sucking little boys dry. Brother Bronislav was a genuinely nice guy, truly loved and admired by all the boys at school who once gave him a standing ovation at assembly. When I was... Brother Adam, in his dormitory, the door knocked. Brother Adam reassures me that locks have been installed on all doors. I tell Brother Adam it's nearly the last train. He says, can you stay with me all night and... (coughs) To kingdom come. I say, what will the priest say? He says they won't know the door is locked. I walk out quietly for the first train at 5.30am. Sister Catherine told Sister Rosalind everything while they were fingering each other. Sister Rosalind was a butch, and Sister Catherine was a femme. Sister Rosalind thought I was sexy, but thought that old brother Jim was an overbearing prick. She couldn't wait to tear off her habit, and her bright blue bra, and her stockings, and her white granny panties when we entered my flat in the afternoons after school. Her white granny panties turned me on. Sister Rosalind asked that we always do it at my flat, even though everyone else did it in the priests' and nuns' dormitories. She said she had a reputation to protect, After all, I was an all-too-obvious out-bisexual person who had a free, civilian, non-religious life. We were all consenting adults, except for Brother Adam when he was 14. All of them had publicly sworn celibacy as part of their sacred Catholic vows, SCVs. But I was an out-and-proud, non-Catholic bisexual who went to gay bars and straight bars on alternate weekends to seek pleasure. The religious clerics all somehow organised their secret sexual thrills, parceling them out over the seven days of the week, while I lived a guilt-free life of open, sensual pleasure. Conclusion? The Catholic Church knows what it preaches best. Hypocrisy. You're on Community Radio 3CR. This is the spoken word programme being presented to you today by Santo Cazzati. That's me. Oops, uh, sorry, wrong theme. I hope they don't sue me for copyright infringement. Anyhow, to return to my virtual guest on the program today, Mary Hidiriotis. Oh, the Greek pronunciation is getting better, isn't it, Mary? So then, listeners, 
you may like some biographical details about Mary. After all, it is real, actual human beings who write poetry, you know. Mary Hidiriotis lives in Melbourne. In 2019, a selection of her poems featured in Poetry of the Sun and the Sea, from Homer to Slam Poetry, a modern Greek-language studies course at La Trobe University. Mary has worked in the community sector for 30 years. Ah, don't give away your age, Mary. Anyway, let's go to another poem from her book, Loud and Red. I have always known Mary to be an active advocate for asylum seekers. Unlike the disgraceful governments of Australia, whether Liberal or Labour these last 30 years, sheesh, even Malcolm Fraser was better. And that's saying something, huh? This is Never Known by Name. Lone Javanese vessel, twisted and battered. Unwelcomed cargo spilling over its sides. Icy water gleaming, lights brightly ranting. She hears obscure foreign voices. Unauthorised maritime arrivals. Hopes cling bleakly, gasping for air. Cypress smiling through the sea. Cardamom, saffron, fig tree, sheltering from the heat. A child born a future scene. Delirious euphoric dream, gasping for air, small among remains of her new life, discarded cloak floats away, never known by name. Escorted into a lift that speeds up 89 floors to refilled champagne, canapes, crisp suits and frocks. The twitter of light talk to the backdrop of that overplayed song everybody likes. Through these glass walls, the whole city glistens like a nebula cluster in the night. They say it is the best view to be had in this city. They say this is the life to be had. Here the only sparkle worth having is the kind that can be worn or displayed. Placed in a congregation of shiny surfaces, a material world of natural selection. I long for the firmness of the streets, to be in the light, not looking down or across from it. In a pub with an open mic and an open heart, frayed with pain and pleasure. In a desked room brimming with questions. In the bookstore scent of considered thought. To hear the conception of a new song, a conversation carried to epiphany. I long to descend to that other place where the internally flamed people walk. On 3CR Spoken Word, we heard there the voice of Amanda Anastasi reading her poem, The Distraction, music composed by Yvette Audin and played by Sarah Kuro. And do we need a distraction from all this or what? Now, one more selection from Mary Hidiriotis' new book, Loud and Red, which you can get quite easily by googling Chapbooks, Ginandera Press. That's Chapbooks. Gin and Dara Press. 
They have heaps of chapbooks for the ridiculously low price of $5, and Loud and Red by Mary Hideriotis is one of them. So Mary's previous two poems on today's program were rather bleak and serious, but she also has fun with poetry, and here is 13 Ways of Looking at a Bicycle. 1. Sneaking out the opaque window on a frosty morning, the bicycle is waiting to carry her home. 2. Crossing the busy highway, a group of bicycles are bonding while their riders chat in lycra. 3. Riding to work, crispy dawn, wish I had my boots on, my naked feet are freezing, resting on bicycle pedals. 4. Jump on your bicycle, ride as fast as you can. If a stranger approaches, child was warned. 5. Abandoned by the riverbank. A mode of transport. The bicycle becomes the means by which lovers meet. 6. Child is learning quickly. Practice wheels are spinning wildly. The bicycle becomes the teacher, growing, growing fast. 7. It's like riding a bicycle. You never forget. A measure of all achievements. 8. A man and a woman. A man and a woman and a bicycle. Two lonely lovers cycling around their fears, their dreams, their hopes. 9. Wheels in motion, never stopping, keep on rolling, 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 it's the way of the bicycle. 10. Get on your bike. 11. A line of stationary bicycles with spinning wheels, no movement, trapped indoors. 12. Hot, dusty, wheat belt country, muted colours, suffocating silence. Pretty girl in printed dress, pedalling, pedalling fast on her bicycle. 13. Oh, insecure men of the world, why do you imagine red Ferraris? Do you not see how the bicycle, glistering in the wind, blowing your hair back, toning your thighs, is in the dreams of the women around you?
a few community announcements. There used to be many live poetry gigs that happened in Melbourne. A lot of them had open mics if you wanted to try your hand at sharing your work with others, or some people just went to listen. Some of these gigs have now moved online into Zoomland and other such nirvanas of technology. Check out the website melbournespokenword.com and hope for the best. 3CR Spoken Word is on every Thursday morning, 9 to 9.30, 8.55 on the AM dial. And you can get it on the web at www.3cr.org.au, either live or replayed on request. It's also on our website that you'll find our podcasts. That's www.3cr.org.au. So, to go out the same old way, until next time, this is Santo Cazzati signing off and shutting down. But... I would like to give the last hurrah to my old friend, concert pianist Robert Zocchi, who will take us out with this piece written for him in 1984 by the great Australian composer Larry Sitsky. It's called Sharagan, an Armenian word for chant, and if you all can excuse the lame pun, let's hope we all share again the delights of physical togetherness in live poetry gig land. But in the meantime, we have 3CR, Community Radio. Ciao for now. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.